Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You're listening to the LA Football Podcast. What's going on, Los Angeles? Welcome to the LA Football Show. Rams talk here on LAFB. Got a get-right game this week against the Carolina Panthers. Uh, It's the perfect time to play a team without a head coach, without a starting quarterback, without an identity, because the Rams have a lot of question marks as well, but hopefully they can answer many this weekend. Joined, as always, by the madman, my co-host, Jamal Madney. What's up, my brother? Happy, what is it, Friday. Happy Friday. Week's almost over. Happy Friday to you, brother. It's been a really fun and eventful week all across LAFB, and Excited to be jumping into the Rams talk with you heading into this weekend. We got a really fun one again. And again, it's staggered, right? We got a game on Saturday. We got a game on Sunday. We got a game on Monday. So LAFB hitting for all three quarters of the cycle another weekend. Yeah, always busy, always fun. Uh, show as always brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. Head to betonline.ag today. Use our promo code Believe. That's B L E A V. You will get a 100% welcome bonus on your first deposit. You can bet on your Rams this weekend. I think it's probably a good bet this weekend. Finally, I think we can. It's safe to say. Um, but yeah, betonline.ag promo code Believe. All right, Jamal. Before we kind of get into the preview, big news today out of Rams facility up in Thousand Oaks that Cam Akers, who missed yesterday's practice, will not practice today and will not dress for the game on Sunday. Sean McVay citing personal reasons. You know, there's obviously, they didn't expand further on it. He is healthy, though, he did say. He said the team is working through things with Cam. A lot of people speculating this means potentially he's on the trade block, maybe even the cut block. Maybe he's just very unhappy with you know, his usage or the criticism that's come his way. What do you make of this? Because this is a run game that we've talked about for a while as being really the number one issue with this team right now. You can blame it on the offensive line, blame it on Matthew Stafford, but overall it's the run game as a, as a whole that really needs to get going. And now you have your quote unquote starter not playing due to personal reasons. What's your, what's your thoughts on this really big, important news? Yeah, Ryan. I mean, it's not good. You know, you're, you're sort of in the crux of the season here and, there's just been a disconnect between Akers and McVay seemingly the whole season, you know, right from the comments that McVay made earlier this year about Akers, then Akers not getting many touches. Now Akers seems to be getting the ball a lot, but not really in great situations per se, even though he had some opportunities in that Cowboys game, there were some holes, there were some cutback lanes that he sort of missed. Um, but, you know, eventually sort of had a lot of carries, not a ton of yards, only a couple of yards that really went, uh, a couple of carries that went beyond five yards. Not good. And, you know, he's potentially trade bait. He's potentially on on, on the, the cutting chopping block, or it's just, again, a disconnect of relationship between him and the front office and McVeigh. But regardless of any of those three things, so bizarre that he wouldn't dress a, midseason, and B, the bye week is what's to come. So, you know, yeah. you have sort of built in uh, 10 days consecutively off to sort of get things right. So the timing of this is so odd that it's definitely very concerning. And another chapter, another wrinkle now 
into this Rams season that it's just not going according to script. Yeah, it, it's everything you said is so interesting. And I'm so curious, and I'm sure it'll come out later potentially, but if this was instigated by Cam Akers or by the team, if it was Sean McVay saying like, hey, you're not putting in the work or, or something happened at practice or something in the meeting rooms that he says, you know, you're taking a break. Or if it was Cam saying, I'm not happy, uh, trade me. Like, I don't want to be here anymore kind of thing. And I'm not going to play. And, you know, I don't want to speculate or assume because either of those could be true. Both could be true. Neither could be true. I mean, it could very well be actual off the field stuff, which obviously we absolutely care about players, mental health and their mental state and, and whatever. And I think it feels much more football related, but you never know. I don't want to just assume, and maybe he's going through stuff off the field that needs to be addressed and get right. So, you know, either way for, as a human being, you hope things work out for themselves and whether it's with the Rams or with another organization or whatever it may be, but sticking to football, it is very concerning because now this is a team that is only going to be dressing as of now, two running backs for Sunday in Daryl Henderson and Malcolm Brown, you know, Jake Funk was just picked up off waivers by the saints. So they didn't even have him on the practice squad anymore to bring up, uh, Kyron Williams is still on IR. Good news is expected to be back after the bye for that week eight matchup against the Niners. So it could be one of those where they're banking on that. But like you said, why not do this after the bye? Like why bench a guy? And that's why it's so interesting, not even interesting. It's just very odd situation and a very unfortunate situation. But now they go in to this game, Daryl Henderson, Malcolm Brown, Daryl Henderson did not get a single carry against the Cowboys that now will be forced to change because he is one of only two men that can carry the football out of the backfield for this team. Do we see a statement game from Daryl Henderson and say, Hey, you forgot about me last week. I should be the one that's upset. And now I'm going to get 20 carries to the tune of hundred yards. Do we see that breakout game finally, maybe? I mean, it would be amazing if we did, Ryan, he's definitely going to get his touches. He's going to, he's going to really get an opportunity to put some stats together here, as you mentioned. I mean, there's only two running backs. I mean, thank God that the Rams are basically in a bye this week, you know, playing the Panthers. Uh, because if it was any sort of other credible NFL team at this point, this is really a tough situation to be walking into. If I'm the Panthers, Ryan, I, I you know, I sort of go out of traditional schematics. I'm just like, let's just put three guys on Cooper Cup because it just feels like the Rams don't even have enough guys right now that either are dressed or that Stafford has any sort of connection with or have any sort of flow with the coaching staff, you know? Uh, so interesting here, but I think Henderson's definitely going to get at least 15 carries in this game um, and should be more considering what we've been clamoring for in terms of keeping Stafford and cup upright and giving some semblance of identity and offensive balance. So this is Henderson's opportunity, you know, to quote Eminem, this is, you know, one shot, one opportunity uh, mm -hmm. do, you, do you seize the moment uh, and capture it or do you let it slip? So this is really Henderson's opportunity. And if I'm if I'm Daryl Henderson, I'm really laser focused on this game because I'm really excited about the possibility of Kyron Williams getting into this backfield and in this running back room. He's young, rookie out of Notre Dame, did such great things in college the last couple of years. I think he can be that jumpstart to this offense and bring some life just not into the offense, but just into the team, into the facility. And, and I think the, the Rams are sort of hungry for sort of some fresh energy here. So if I'm Daryl Henderson, I'm looking at my rear view and it's saying, look, objects 
um, are closer than they appear. I, I, I know that I got to really put out here. Otherwise, I'm going to be back in the doghouse with McVeigh, and I think Kyron Williams is going to get a real look. So long story short there, this is his opportunity. I think he's going to do some good things. Let's see how long the Rams stick with the run. Yeah, and someone has to step up, and they have to run the football. Uh, and we've said they get lucky they play a Panthers team that you know is just not a good football team. Uh, however, they can still win football games. They still have 22 players that will be on the field that get paid to play, and so they're going to be out there clawing and, and trying to prove their new interim coach, Steve Wilkes, that they deserve spots on this team and they don't want to be traded away and whatnot. And so the Rams need to not get cute and – Try to, you know, there's a lot of things that need to be fixed, but it starts with the running game. And now this just adds to it with not playing Cam Akers. So Daryl Henderson, you know, it's it's definitely a great opportunity to step up everything you said. I'm really excited to see Kyron Williams in hopefully two weeks or three weeks, I guess it would be after the bye from now. Um, no, two weeks. Uh, but yeah, Daryl Henderson needs to absolutely step up. And I, in order for them to win this game, but also start to turn their season around, he needs to be a focal point in this offense, whether you like it or not, or whether anyone thinks that he should be the guy, he's going to have to be the guy in some regard, even if it's a split carry situation, once Kyron Williams back. Um, but they have to do something that it's not just the Cooper cup show who's been banged up also. And, you know, has popped up on the injury report, excuse me, uh, with, you know, some hampered ailments obviously will be, you know, he'll play obviously, but yeah. So looking at this game, I mean, PJ Walker starter for the, uh, Carolina Panthers with Baker Mayfield out, Sam Darnold still out. So we get the XFL product, PJ Walker, uh, Houston roughneck out there when he was with the XFL. He has played some games in the NFL since being picked up by the Panthers, but this defense really should have zero problem stopping this Panthers offense. I mean, if it, again, I don't think points matter to me too much as long as we, you play correctly and you get the win on the field, but this Panthers team should not get any more than 10 points this week. Do you think even less than that? Or you think that's, that's a fair assessment? Yeah, I mean, I hope so. I think I think that's right. I I know that McCaffrey's been banged up and you know in in a tough spot. If if he gets the opportunity to play, there's always that threat, right? Of of CMC and uh, you know, so he he can sort of catch fire and get hot. But he's been banged up all year, and when you sort of know you can lock in in that situation, especially with PJ Walker, have a hard time believing the Panthers are going to do anything credibly here on offense. So I think this is this is the get well game here for the Rams to just get into the bye three and three reset. And I'm hoping, Ryan, that it's a lot of Henderson. It's a lot of Brown, you know, get Powell some carries, you know, in the backfield off of some interesting formations, run some reverses with 2-2 Atwell, do, do a couple of different things here to generate a bit of a run game. I'd love to see a ball game where Cooper Cup has five catches or less in this game. And it, I think it really needs to be that to feel good about yourself going into the bye and also preserving him a little bit. So that's mm -hmm. what I'm kind of looking for here, Ryan. It, this shouldn't be a problem game. Uh, but if it is, I think that's kind of another conversation for another day. But this is the perfect team to play. I, I don't know if there's too much more to say than that. The Panthers have just had terrible luck with injuries and you know Matt Rule who's I think a, a pretty good football coach it just didn't work out there not to have Mayfield not to have Darnold you're on your third string quarterback and PJ Walker is going to come in here and just kind of you know he's another guy who's like hey this is my opportunity let me just let it all hang out 
And he may just kind of come in here very much. I got nothing to lose, so let me be freewheeling. And I think that may lead to some interceptions as well in, in kind of a gunslinger mentality. So it'll be really interesting to see how the Panthers come out and approach this game. Are they going to try and shorten the game, much like we talked about with, with the Broncos and the Chargers, mm-hmm. and try and extend the game as long as they can? Or are they going to say, hey, let's just throw the playbook out the window and let's do some interesting things here because no one expects it from us. So I think that's going to be kind of an interesting juxtaposition to watch for. But regardless, I think the Rams are going to have their way in this ball game. They should and they will. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and you brought up one good point there about Brandon Powell because – I would love to see him get more involved in the offense as well. Our uh, Rams beat writer, Ryan Anderson is, you know, Brandon Powell's number one fan. And obviously he does, you know, good things in the return game, but we've seen him be featured in the offense a little bit. And when I feel like they have good things have happened. And even last week he had the one carry where he slipped, but he hit the hole hard, had a lot of daylight there, unfortunately just slipped and, you know, fell down for a very minimal gain. But I want to see more of that. Like if the vision's there, if the speed that he has is very different of what the other backs offer, um, then why not try to utilize it and just try something else? And, and you know, I, I said when I was talking earlier, like Rams need to not get cute, need to get, commit to the run. But the more I think about it, like this is a game where they can try out some cutesy stuff and, and test some things out and see if what they have in Powell in the backfield, see what they can do with the jet sweeps and different things out of that um, different formation looks and whatnot. So uh, yeah, I, I'm just excited to see this hopefully team get back on track, uh, look like the Rams. We know, uh, you know, it's, it's, we're not going to overreact if it's, if they look great and, you know, blow this team out 34 to three amazing. But again, we're not going to buy into week to week narratives, but there'll still be stuff that, you know, will be addressed the buy. And, you know, this couldn't just come at a better time to ball with this team and the bye week. Uh, I don't want to look ahead of the Niners, but it's like, okay, this is, this is a great opportunity for this team to get back on track. Oh, no doubt, Ryan. And if you look at the last two games, the, the Rams have one touchdown in the last two games, and it was off of a incredible play by Cooper Cup. So the Rams still haven't really even had a touchdown drive in mm-hmm. several weeks now. So this is that game to be able to kind of get some semblance of offensive rhythm, figure out what's working and what you can take and piece together and get McVay back in that lab and figure out what needs to be done with the Niners. So, I mean, absolutely ideal. If this was sort of any other team, given Stafford looking a little banged up, Cup a little bit banged up, now this Acres news, I think Rams, the Ramley would be very much on the edge of their seat here saying, okay, what, what are we going to get here? But the fact that the Panthers come to town, uh, it, it's a blessing. Uh, I don't know if it's a blessing in disguise because it's, it's just a blessing because it's pretty obvious. <laughs> Uh, the yeah. Panthers just don't have the horses to run the race. Let's let's kind of wrap up with this. We'll keep this one short and sweet. Um, you know, the Acres news was the big news which we touched on, but the preview there's not a, a ton of matchups or anything. I think that we really need to dive into and preview. Um, you know, obviously they do still have some talent. Roddy, you know, Robbie Anderson, Christian McCaffrey, as you mentioned, they got Brian Burns on defense. They have some ball players still that can wreak some havoc. But on the Rams side, Jamal, we kind of talked about. Brandon Powell, so that can be it. But give me give me a guy on offense and defense that you really want to see a, a really good performance in this game, uh, whether it's a breakout game or just another stacked good performance that maybe they've had already throughout the season. Give me one guy on each side of the ball, and I'll do the same, who kind of you're looking to to say, okay, this was a good game, good performance, potential game ball performance. Yeah, Ryan, I think that for me, the, the two guys I'm kind of looking to, it may not be 
the most imaginative. But if ever Allen Robinson was going to show up, this would sort of be the game, you would think. Uh, You know, in in a low-stress environment, you have to assume that Stafford isn't going to be running for his life very often in this game. So that's going to sort of calm him, center him in the pocket, and allow him to survey the field a little bit more and say, look, if the Rams are going to go where we think they still can go and have really a credible title defense for 2022, Tyler Higby cannot be your number two option. This team mm-hmm. just is not going to win against quality competition if that's the case. You need a credible number two threat on the outside as a receiver. So you have to develop Allen Robinson into that to really have a credible opportunity against the more elite competition in the NFC. Wouldn't it be great to see Allen Robinson get his feet under him a little bit in this game and have some momentum to go into the bye where then we can build off of that for this Niners game. So I would love to see a great Allen Robinson game here. I want to see guys, Ryan, that are key to the, to the second half of the season have good games. Not, not guys that are lower in the depth chart and, hey, this is a lesser opponent and they came out and broke out and those guys are not going to be factors later. I actually need the key. So, I'm, you know, I care less about Tutu Atwell having a great game or Brandon Powell having a great game or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Malcolm Brown having a great game because I, I don't know how big a role they're going to play later in the season. I actually need the core guys to have some, some good games. So, A, on offense, I want to see that from Allen Robinson. B, I think this is a great Bobby Wagner game where, you know, with McCaffrey in the box, I want to see him get to 12, 13 tackles in this game and wreak havoc and really understand where he fits in as the anchor of this defense. So I kind of want the stars to play really well, but more of them, right? Mm -hmm. Because right now all I see is Cup and Donald and very little else. So at least give me a third star, give me a fourth star, where now we can start building a critical mass of credible talent moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. Great. All great points. Agree with all those. Um, you know, I didn't mention not that this isn't someone I'm circling, but, uh, Bryson Hopkins will be back from suspension. So he, he's, uh, available for this team. So for offense, and this is a cop out for sure, but you, I agree with you in seeing like players that we need to see in the extension of the season. And I'm going to just, I know it's, lame to do a whole unit, but I'm going to go the offensive line. I mean, it's an obvious choice against a not great defensive line in Carolina. David Edwards goes back to the IR for concussion protocol. I think I read that he actually is flying to New or Pittsburgh to see a specialist, which is never what you want to hear. And you pray for his health as, as concussions. That's such a huge, huge deal, but I expect him to miss a, you know, substantial amount of time to make sure his brain and everything is absolutely good to go before he is cleared to play. So yet again, we get another shuffle on the offensive line and most likely it'll be Matt Skura stepping in to start at left guard. They did pick up Odea Bushi two weeks ago who O'Day before he got injured last year was playing very well as a starter for the chargers. So obviously you want to get him up to speed with the scheme and stuff, but we could see O'Day potentially actually have a role in this one. So for me, I just really want to see this unit. It's, it's, you know, it is what it is. This unit is not going to be a top 15 offensive line unit just because of the talent discrepancy. However, these are professional athletes that get paid to play the game. And so if we see improvement, that is what I want to see. Just improved play. No boom needs to play better. I mean, flat out. No boom was 
paid to be the starting left tackle, and he's a bottom-tier left tackle so far this season. And so seeing him improve, he probably will have to go up against the like of Brian Burns often, who is a, a solid rusher in this Carolina defense. So I just want to see this unit improve. I, I, and, you know, it's unfortunate because consistency is so key in offensive line, and they haven't been able to get that. So that is an excuse, but it's a very valid excuse. But now maybe we can see them kind of stack some – some semblance of positive play in this one. So I want to see the offensive line on defense. I'm going to stick with the line play and I'm going to, I want Greg Gaines to have a great game. Greg Gaines hasn't necessarily played bad this season, but came onto the scene as a, not only a fan favorite, but a dominant force at nose tackle. Once Sebastian Joseph day got hurt last year in steps, big Greg Gaines out of Washington fourth round pick. And basically he took the job from Sebastian Joseph day. He is the reason why Sebastian Joseph Day is now a charger because the Rams said, well, we love Seabass, but we have Greg Gaines, so we're not going to spend money on Seabass. And Greg Gaines has, again, played not poorly by any means, but I just want to see a little bit more out of him in that run stuffing and even getting after the quarterback, which we saw last year, him do a pretty good job through the middle and just take some pressure off of Aaron Donald. I mean, Aaron Donald's all-world, Hall of Fame, all-class, all-defense, whatever you want to acronym give him or description give him but the dude needs a little bit of help on this defensive line that we've praised for so many years and rightfully so, but I don't think we've necessarily gotten the elite defensive line play this season thus far. And I think that can start up front with the big dog, Greg Gaines. So that's what I want to see. Those are my two highlighted unit slash player. I love it, Ryan. And I think it's so interesting that we've picked different units, different players, but there's sort of an underlying theme there. Uh, Let's help the superstars. Yeah. Alan Robinson, help Cooper Cup. Greg Gaines, help Aaron Donald. You know, offensive line, help Matthew Stafford. So I think that there's some real common themes to, to what we're looking for because we need to be able to build this moving forward and such a pivotal next two weeks for the Rams. Bye, and then Niners. And then as the saying goes, at that point, Ryan, the cement has sort of hardened. You kind of know what you have at that point moving forward and then building week over week. At that point, it'll be seven games. So mm-hmm. the week over week narrative goes away. Now you have enough of a sample size to start making some assessments about what this team really can be. And I'm really excited for us to get there. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, we both agree Rams will get to three and three. They will beat the Panthers. Um, hopefully it is an entertaining game. Hopefully we see some offensive fireworks. We see an Allen Robinson, good game. We see the offensive line step up and we see the defense really handle um the Panthers offense and whatnot. So should be good. Uh, Get right game. Then we go into the buys. So that is all the time we have here on the LA football show for Jamal Madney. I'm Ryan Dyrid. Rams fans enjoy the game. Make sure to like, and subscribe to the show wherever you listen, wherever you get your podcast and on LAFBnetwork.com. Everyone enjoy the weekend. Enjoy Sunday. We'll talk to you all next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.